I am Sarah Jane Case, and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello, friends. Happy Wednesday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today, we are discussing the stress and rest lines for Enneagram Type 9. But first, today's rosebud and thorn. My rose today are dried flowers. Why are they so beautiful? They're just so beautiful. And I feel like it's like a thing right now for fall, and they're making me really happy. My thorn is really light today. It's just that, like, I like having bangs, but I'm very tired of having them in my face. That's all. And my bud is, I'm actually painting my nails tomorrow. So I've been waiting until the last possible minute to paint them so that they're painted for my trip. And I don't have to like worry about it while I'm there, but they are looking rough and it's kind of driving me nuts. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hello, type nines and those who care about them. Let's talk about the lines of the Enneagram when it comes to you specifically. So as a reminder, there are two lines moving to and from your number on the Enneagram symbol. One line moves to where you go in stress. So for type nine, that is six. And one moves to where you go in rest. So for nine, that is three. Let's talk about what it looks like. So that stress move, for every type, the initial sign that we're stressed is that we tighten our grip using our primary type structure, meaning type nines become increasingly type nine in nature, which Helen Palmer calls frozen panic, becoming so overwhelmed that you feel paralyzed. Now, if this strategy isn't sufficient or potentially even when the strategy adds to stress, type nines can begin to feel the pressure of an average type six. So the type nine never turns into a type six. They only exhibit six-like behaviors through the nine lens. Now, this can look like worst case scenario thinking, fear of consequences, self-blame for not taking action. It can look like shifting blame to others, perhaps authority figures specifically. It can also look like the nine becoming highly reactive to the demands of other people, putting their energy into work and potentially overworking. Now, the high side of this move is that it can allow the nine to know what they don't want, right? This invitation into frustration is actually a great place for nines to suss out what's not serving me, what's not working well here, which can help them to access what it is they do want. Now, fear gives the nine access to their ability also to be oppositional, to speak up, to stand against the crowd, to ask the questions that they want to ask. Now, in this place, they can get in touch with their anger and use it constructively. It may help them to come to terms with their resentments and their frustrations, and that all of that fear of what could go wrong can be a great motivator for taking action, doing the things you want to do, preventing the things that you're afraid are going to occur. Today's podcast is brought to you by KiwiCo. Fall is finally here, so it is a great time to get started on new home decor project, practicing self-care through crafting or DIY gifts for the holidays. You can discover your inner maker and boost your creative confidence with Maker Crate. With a Maker Crate subscription from KiwiCo, you'll get new art and design projects each month, along with high-quality tools and materials conveniently delivered to your door. I received an embroidery kit and you all, it was 
beyond my expectations. I thought that I might get like one project here that I could kind of work on, but no, they gave me much more than what I needed for the project. And they gave me options for ways to do it. They taught me how to embroider. I had never picked up an embroidery kit in my life. And now it's something that I can just kind of pull out and do when we're watching a movie. There's something going on. I have something I can do with my hands and connect me to just being in the moment. It is so fun. This is something that I've been hoping existed for years, you know, trying to find something like this for that Enneagram 7 energy in me that just loves a new project, loves a new hobby, wants to learn every skill. And MakerCrate made it possible. They deliver high quality materials, tools, and inspiration to encourage lifelong art and design skills. Each crate features a new project across themes like paper marbling, metal sculpture, dip dye painting, macrame, loom knitting, hand lettering, embroidery, and more. Get inspired to create amazing projects that explore art and design. Everything is shipped right to your door, and with no commitment, you can pause or cancel anytime. Turn artistic visions into reality with MakerCrate from KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping with code egram at kiwico.com. That's 50% off your first month at kiwico.com, promo code egram. Thank you so much, KiwiCo, for supporting the podcast. So now let's take a look at what rest can look like. So when type nines feel at ease, safe, and rested, they move to type three. At this place, they're able to create habits that point them toward their goals, habits that are high energy or energy increasing. One of my best type nine friends loves to go to rowing classes and it became like so consistent with it. He goes like every single day. It's just like a thing in his life that he always does. And it's so high energy, but it's just something that he maintains. They're able to prioritize their own agenda and put energy behind their goals. It can also help them to recognize their own essential value, releasing the idea that their voice doesn't matter and owning the importance of their place in the world, like a healthy three. They're able to recognize the difference between being in conflict and being direct and assertive. Now, the low side of this move, it can look like a start-stop, like, okay, I'm giving all of my energy, but then I'm so exhausted by kind of how much I'm putting out there that I need to kind of retreat and stop. Now, depending on deadlines and other people's agendas, it can also look like them depending on the deadlines that are assigned to them or other people's agendas to ensure that they complete their goals, kind of like, I'm going to do as little as possible but I'll do what I have to do just to meet the criteria that's required of me. It can also look like the stress of fighting against their low energy to perform at the level that they feel pressured to perform. At this place, they may also become competitive or image conscious, and they may have a fear of not doing enough. So they kind of overwork and overfunction as well. Now let's break down how I talk about using this in the book, The Honest Enneagram. When stressed out, type nines may find themselves in the lower end of type six. So this can look like entering into worst case scenario thinking, committing for too long to relationships that aren't serving the nine, hyper-focusing on projects and work problems, and finally becoming increasingly passive aggressive. So in this state, the type nine may avoid looking at the ways in which they contribute to their own unhappiness, focusing instead on the behaviors of others. 
Now, when you start to notice this come up in you, you have the tools you need to care for yourself. Using the high side of type three, you can take the time to prioritize who you are, what you want. You can take the time to put yourself out there creatively and socially, letting others know what you bring to the table. You can use this move as a way to increase your energy for projects and push through the initial discomfort of doing what needs to be done to reach a point of success. Now, in the same way that you can use the high side of type three, you can also accidentally slip into the lower levels of this type. So this can look like a frantic doing of tasks as a way to feel like you're making up for what hasn't been done. The same kind of energy you experience when you've slept through your alarm and need to get ready in like five minutes, approaching work in this way only increases your self-doubt and busies you with unnecessary tasks. Now, this is where it is helpful to bring in the high side of type six. So in this way, you can choose to be proactive in the pursuit of your personal goals, making small moves over time that add up into a larger achievement. You can also use the analytical side of six to get clear on who you are, what you want, and where you would like to go. All right, friends. This is the end of our series on the Enneagram lines. Let me know if you have any questions about that on Instagram at Sarah Jane Case. I hope this was helpful in your understanding of self and others today. If you enjoyed today's episode and you have just a moment to leave a rating and review in iTunes, it would mean a lot to me. And as always, it's such a joy to create this content for you. And I will see you on Friday for the next episode. Mm-hmm.